coming up. Now that Walt Disney World has officially reopened, we're going to talk about the differences between visiting Universal Orlando and Walt Disney World. From my house in the Orlando area, this is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 267 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams, and today I am solo and... I know we're trying to get Rhino back in here real soon, but uh, unfortunately for this topic, it's something that he can't really speak on right now, and I'm not even sure which questions he would have for me to to kind of further this conversation uh, since he's only been at Universal once since it's completely reopened, and he only he has a, a Disney day on the books to go and do it, but he hasn't quite done it yet, so hopefully we'll be able to bring him back in after he does go to Walt Disney World and get his opinion on this a little bit too. But uh, as I said, today's topic is right now the difference between a Universal Orlando vacation and a Walt Disney World vacation, because uh, I know there's been a lot of of criticism aimed at Walt Disney World right now for reopening as the coronavirus pandemic has be- has become a lot worse. Uh, but meanwhile, when Universal opened, there was a, a tiny little splash in the water, but then nothing really. Like it, it people people kind of let it go, and it's just been open now since and it's been running, and there haven't been any major issues with it. But both parks, while doing very similar things uh they're actually they're doing a lot that's just slightly different and slightly varying and i thought it would be responsible to talk about the differences uh between the two so that way you're prepared for either or depending on which one you're actually going to visit and then also maybe just uh they you know it's food for thought with all of it maybe Maybe you start noticing these things when you do eventually travel to the theme parks here in Florida and want want to express uh, some of those thoughts to to people who are are in like guest relations positions or guest services to say, hey, maybe you should change this. Maybe this would be better, safer. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here, but I, I do think that there's room for improvement in both properties right now, and so it's kind of important to actually look at the difference between the two of these. So uh, before we get started, of course. Of course, if you are trying to get down to Orlando anytime soon and you really want to uh, book a vacation for whether it is Universal Orlando or Walt Disney World, of course, we always recommend Dreams Unlimited Travel. They can help you plan the perfect vacation down here for whichever resort you're trying to get to and make it the best vacation it can be under any circumstance. But even before I say that, too, I think it's important to remember, uh, if you are not living in Florida currently, it is probably not in... it's probably not best to actually be traveling to Florida right now. I know that does not matter for many people. And I've spoken to many people in the parks now who actually 
did travel down despite all the warnings and advisories and such because they just they they wanted to get down here and and get away for a while and figured why not do it in an extremely safe environment and i i totally understand that and heck i i could see myself being tempted if i didn't live in florida if i wasn't a local seeing the theme parks open up i could definitely see myself uh being that type of person like okay i just i want to get away even if it's for a weekend but uh, i'm not I'm at no point in this am I actually saying that it's something that you should do because of course uh, this is this is all still very serious you know Florida is still hitting cases of 10,000 and above on a regular basis so it is it's still very real here in Orlando and Florida so it's not something to just uh, take lightly that oh these theme parks seem like they're really safe environments so I should come automatically uh, no it's it, this is not something you should just decide to do I know some people are going to and I hope this information is helpful to them and uh, definitely to locals and such but uh, please before you start traveling from out of state really think about it for for your health your safety and the safety of everyone you know because when you get back you might not want to be uh, quarantined away from people because because you traveled to florida so uh, it's it might be worth it for a couple of days of fun but at the same time it might not for everyone but uh, enough of that out of the way let's talk about right now the difference between visiting universal orlando and walt disney world and i'm going to start specifically with the theme parks because uh, while some people might be staying at the hotels and doing it that way i know especially on the local side a lot of people are just visiting for the day who knows maybe even people are doing airbnbs right now to have a extra sense of safety i have no idea on this one but uh, i'm just going to start with the theme parks anyway because hey i'm doing this and i chose what order i want to do and it's not going to be really in a list format here, just kind of sporadically. I'm going to uh, bring up certain uh, points about all of them. And so let's start with a, a big one. So temperature checks, a big deal that people have been talking about since the very beginning and all this of having your temperature checked before you get even uh, get to anywhere close to the theme parks because if you have a temperature, chances are you might be sick. It might not just be the heat of Florida beating down on you, but you might have might have an illness that you want to keep away from other people. And of course, both Universal and Disney are doing temperature checks. And with Universal, you're having the temperature checks being done in the City Walk garages, while at Walt Disney World, the temperature checks are happening at right before you get to the security checkpoints at the theme park. So since it's a complete different layout, a complete different spread, they obviously have to do this completely differently. But uh, both systems are the touch-free system where no one has to be sticking anything in your mouth or anywhere else. Just uh, walk up to the person and they're holding out that temperature gun and taking your temperature. And it's as easy as that the the only difference between the two and we knew this once disney springs reopened is that universal is just using team members to be doing the temperature checks whereas disney has advent health employees one of the hospital systems here in central florida doing the temperature checks honestly i to me this is a a non-issue thing uh it's nothing against disney wanting to go the next step 
above and beyond to bring in Advent Health employees. But I mean, I've been taking my temperature since I was, I, I can't even remember what age that I started taking my temperature on my own, but it's not really a, a difficult thing in, in my opinion. And I'm not, I'm not talking down to any nurses or anything. Obviously they do a lot more stuff than just take temperatures, but I, I feel like it's, if it's employing all of these people right now through Advent Health and Disney right now when they might be out of a job, then excellent on that. But uh, it doesn't give me that extra sense of safety that someone who works in the hospital system is taking my temperature. I feel pretty comfortable on anyone taking my temperature or me taking my temperature before I even leave the house, which is something that everyone should be doing anyways. But in terms of temperature checks, that's how they're obviously handled. Uh, and then the next thing I want to talk about is just the safety measurements uh, being reminded to guests throughout the park. So obviously, both Disney and Universal have added extra cast and team members to be around the parks to make sure that everyone is following the rules, maintaining uh, distances and telling people to maintain their distances, reminding people to wash hands, keep their masks on, which is uh, you know, sometimes a problem in some areas. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm glad that both theme parks chose to do this. And I have to say my opinion on Universal was I didn't see enough of these team members when I was visiting the parks and, and any of my return visits. And you know what? The same exact thing is happening over at Walt Disney World. I, I think, you know, I saw a decent amount but a lot of times it seemed like those team, uh, the cast members at Walt Disney World were in stationary positions, not really moving around. So essentially, they're just stuck there when a person can be 20 yards past them and then finally take off their mask or anything. At that point, they can't even see anymore. So uh, there was many that were roaming around, but just still not really enough. So both parks for me, uh, both resorts kind of get a knock on that. They need to add in more team members and cast members to to be in these positions, to be out there and checking on people, reminding them of the rules and and just and just being around in case anyone has any questions, concerns, etc. on that. And also in terms of just reminders being uh, being spoken about, whether uh, you know whether through announcements being made or uh, signage placed everywhere that's possible, uh, I think that both resorts are pretty much uh, on, on point with that. They're both they're both uh, making sure that everyone knows without traveling very far to remember to keep your mask on and and wash your hands regularly for 20 seconds and keeping six feet apart both places are handling this very well so no knocks on either one of them and the next one though i will have to say i would have to urge in disney's favor is the way they're actually handling the frontline uh, cast members there versus how Universal's handling their team members. Of course, both team members and cast members are wearing masks. However, Disney has taken it the next step further and gone above and beyond with how uh, they're handling that with their cast members. And their cast members are actually wearing a plastic face shield as well for that extra sense of protection when they are placed in positions where they can 
not maintain distance. So this is a, a huge, huge deal because, I mean, I would say the majority of cast members you're seeing throughout the day are wearing the extra face shield as well, too. So it's not one of those things. I, I don't think that, you know, I... I, I I'm not an expert in masks or any of this still, but I will just say from a perception point that it seems like it's a lot safer being a Walt Disney World cast member than it is being a Universal team member. And not from the not from the worry that, uh, you know, I, I don't think they're necessarily coming to work with anything and passing it on to me, but they are they're trying to make a living and being placed in the front lines. And obviously, if they don't want to do it, then they don't have to and they can just quit their job and have to find something else and on and on something that they shouldn't have to be forced to do. But ultimately with it, uh, I feel like it, it shows that they, they do care a little bit extra about their, their cast members in that way that they want to not only say, okay, the mask will help you to spread something will help you not spread something to any guests as well as this face shield now. And then vice versa. If any, guest wants to come up and sneeze on you at least you have that extra sense of protection and i have not seen that happen i don't believe i will see that happen but who knows it's a crazy world i could i could also see that happening at some point uh hand sanitizer that's another important thing that was talked about in terms of the parks and their reopening procedures and such with uh with hand sanitizer universal i felt like Based on what they had said before reopening uh, about hand sanitizer being given to you before you get on the attraction and then immediately after, when I finally went to Universal, I felt like they had dropped the ball on that a little bit. Uh, the one thing I do think they're doing well is that they actually have a team member physically squirting the hand sanitizer into your hands right before you get on the attraction vehicle so you know every single person is doing it whereas disney has hand sanitizer dispensers set up so technically anyone can walk right past them and not do anything if they want to and that is a problem so i think universal has the edge on that but in terms of quantity disney definitely outweighs them because they are placing hand sanitizers uh, dispensers before you get into the attraction queue or right at the entrance of the attraction queue right before you get on the attraction and then immediately after you get off i only saw once uh in my all the times i've been to universal i've only seen a team member with hand sanitizer at the exit once so i like disney has definitely upped the quantity but Universal, at least I do know that everyone touching a ride vehicle is going to be sanitized right before they get on. I can say that that's not the same in terms of Disney. And then in terms of distancing as a general, I'm going to I would say I'm going to try to break this into everything with distancing. But I, I would say that pretty much both places are equal. You know, the theater shows are being done the same at both resorts every other row and then making sure there's adequate space in between each group and parties seated down in on rides that are you know bringing guests within six feet of each other they're skipping rows if they have to making sure there is that distance and then the parks as a whole uh you know both both places are encouraging people when possible to actually maintain distance and i don't i think it, really that doesn't come down to what can disney or universal do to make it better, that comes down to the sheer question of how are the parks designed? Are the parks designed with wide 
walkways to make it easier for people to distance. And I, I think, you know, I think Universal Studios Florida is still one of the best examples of, of being able to distance very well. Islands of Adventure, not so much. Uh, Magic Kingdom, very easy to space out and, and be distant from other people. Epcot was a little rough in some areas. I'll just say that. I think Epcot was a step below Animal, uh, below uh, Islands of Adventure. Animal Kingdom, very similar to Islands of Adventure. And then Hollywood Studios, uh, pretty similar to, to Universal Studios Florida. So it just, it's kind of all over the board on that. And then, I will say one other thing, too. I should have mentioned it with the rides, but both Disney and Universal have made sure that the queues are also adjusted for proper distancing. In some terms, Disney uh, ended up putting plexiglass shields in between different queue lines when there wasn't possible to kind of distance the queue and and people knew they had to go side by side. And so the only way to keep keep those lines working well was to put a physical barrier up like that's it was an awesome step that they did it does ruin the theming in certain points but i don't think anyone cares right now about that but in terms of the floor markers and cues i have to again give this one to universal versus disney they both did them and they both I feel like paid attention and made sure there was at least six feet of distance but there was plenty of times at disney where i could tell that you know, I'm standing on my space and then six feet in front of me was the next marker. And then there was a wraparound and another six feet. And then there was the next group there. But because of how they had it set up at Disney, it was ending up that the person the not the group directly in front of me, but the next group after that, they ended up being like only three feet away from me based on how the line was actually set up. And at Universal... It doesn't matter for them if they had to put a big 12-foot gap in between the next people just to make sure that no one was near each other. Like, they they did a lot better job. And even though it was frustrating at times at Universal, I think uh, Forbidden Journey was one attraction where I complained about a lot that you couldn't see around the next corner to see if you could actually move forward because of how far back you had to stay. But ultimately, you know, it ended up being a safer a way to do that versus having have trying to just be like okay every six feet we'll make that work and then ending up not being as distant as you need to so universal definitely gets a, a little bit of an extra bump on that too so overall though both parks are extremely safe it's just i and i i think you know crowd levels i can't really I can't really compare the two of them on that because I don't know actual numbers, but neither the crowd levels that Disney is making sure they have right now in universals. I feel like they're both in line. They are the right ratio. Wait times are not too, too uh, large and attractions don't feel crowded. Areas don't feel crowded. I think they're both doing the right thing on that. So uh, overall, both parks are extremely, extremely, uh, they feel safe. I don't know yet if they truly are safe, but they feel safe. And I, I don't, I don't think one is better than the other. I think Disney definitely goes above and beyond in some areas, uh, like specifically the protection they gave the, the cast members there and, you know, even adding plexiglass shields to the rides and, and, and such. But, not, uh, but then there's those other areas where 
it's just not as well done. So that, you know, you have to you have to factor in everything ultimately with it. And some areas they did go above and beyond. Others, Universal is still supreme. And my final area that I want to explore with all this that Universal definitely goes above and beyond Disney on, and that is the hotels. And I still haven't stayed at a hotel, too, but I have stayed at a Disney hotel right now in this time period. And compared to what uh, what uh, Elaine said when she was on the show a couple weeks back about her experience staying at Cabana Bay... We're talking night and day differences on this. So the first thing I was shocked staying at a Walt Disney World Resort hotel was that there was no temperature checks at any point in time. So I walked into uh, the Polynesian through the main entrance. And then, I, you know, every time after that first time I came in the main entrance to check in after that. You know, it's there's sometimes three, four different ways you can get to your actual building when you're staying at a Disney Resort hotel that you don't have to go through the lobby. So I guess that would make it a challenge to do something like temperature checks at most of their hotels. But that's kind of how it was, was that I was like, okay, well, no temperature check there, no temperature checks anywhere. So people could literally be walking around these hotels right now completely sick and no one would know and no one could really say anything. Uh, There seemed to be no one enforcing roles at at the hotels that people were wearing no masks all around, whether they're coming and going from the pools, getting food, you know, just being like, oh, it's late at night. No one else could ever be around. So I don't have to wear a mask. And then you turn around and go around the corner and I run right into them. And then they have to scurry real quick to put something on like it just there was no one there doing anything about it. A couple security guards, of course, always at the resorts, but it didn't seem like they were walking around trying to find infractions and make sure people were following the rules. It just it's kind of a free for all there and and just uh, just a little worrisome in that way. So I love Universal doing the their actual temperature checks daily to make sure their hotel guests are healthy and and doing okay at least in terms of in terms of having a fever and such you know they can they can they can catch that by doing that at Walt Disney World at their hotels they can't and you know a lot of universal hotels it really is truly one way in and one way out so it's it's a lot easier to to really grab people at that i know i know at some of the resorts there's there's other entrances and side stuff that could you can get around but not like Walt Disney World where it seems like every hotel has at least two or three ways you can get in without going in through the main lobby so but again none that's that's neither here nor there on that but uh then in terms of the hotel rooms you know they're both both properties are making sure that they that they do extra cleaning in between uh, guest turnover in the rooms and such, and you know making sure that everything's been cleaned thoroughly, placing remotes and bags. So I can't really, I can't really complain about the rooms themselves. It's more about just being at the resorts and at the hotels and and being in common places, not knowing if the other people around you have fevers. Universal is definitely winning in that regard. So. 
that I want to say is it, at least for this brief look at the differences right now between Disney and Universal right now after reopening for coronavirus. So, of course, that was just my opinion from it. If you've been to both resorts right now, Universal Orlando Resort and Walt Disney World Resort, and you agree or disagree with me, of course, let me know in the comments so I can read those and be able to update Next time we have a show, and if you uh, if you've even stayed at the hotels too, and you have thoughts and opinions on that, please let me know as well too. And of course, if you ever have any questions that I can bring up and answer, if I didn't answer them thoroughly enough, you can also leave those down in the comments below, or you can reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at Teleclaster. Or even get in touch with Rhino as well, too. So he can bring it up uh, at Rhino, R-Y-N-O-1185. And we'll make sure that we try to get those questions answered. And, of course, if you need any extra information, you can always head over to DizUnplugged.com. That's the home of the show notes page for this show and all the others on the DizUnplugged podcast network. And you can find links to our social media pages there and so much more. And if you are watching this on YouTube, of course, please make sure you are subscribed and hitting that bell button so you get notified when we have new videos, as well as leaving those comments and questions and hitting the thumbs up. And of course, sharing the videos with a friend. If you, if you share it with your friends who you know like theme parks too, maybe we'll be able to help them out in, in terms of planning their next vacation. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Please make sure you are subscribed to us and leaving us feedback when possible. So thank you very much to everyone out there. We hope you enjoyed it and appreciated it. We'll be back with you again next week for another episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, we still haven't changed the name. 